Hello beautiful people, my name is Marisol Moran and I am here with another installment of Growing with Sol. So I had an interesting conversation with a client recently and it made me think about today's topic, which is all about your context. So I will get into that conversation and I will get into what a context is, but I'm going to throw some questions at you and just kind of answer them quietly in your heart, in your mind. First question. Have you ever downplayed what you're going through so much that you actually forget what it is that you're going through? I know that sounds a bit crazy, but stick with me. Have you ever thought, yeah, what I'm going through sucks, but it's nothing compared to what so-and-so is going through or what so-and-so went through. When we start doing that, when you do that, you are negating your own emotions, your own experiences. And when that happens, it definitely results in bigger consequences. So let's get into what I mean by knowing your context and what these bigger consequences might actually be. Okay, so what exactly is it that I mean by knowing your context? What is this context? And essentially, that is your environment, the world in which you live. So that'll be physically, mentally, and emotionally. Your context influences everything about you. So like physically speaking, what your context is could be the room you're in, the house you live in, the, the building you're in. Your physical context can shift moment to moment, uh, day by day. Mentally, like what is your mental state? How are you doing? Emotionally, your feelings, how are you feeling? What is affecting your feelings? What's affecting your mental state? Things of that nature. And your context, like I said, also influences your mood and your perception, how you interact with others and work, and even how you interact with yourself. So your physical space will affect how you then interact with yourself, how you're interacting with other people, perhaps even your mental state, are you having a good day, are you having a bad day, are you feeling depressed, are you feeling anxious, that can dictate how you interact with yourself and others or even the work and the types of things that you do and produce and your emotional state. Are you sad? Are you happy? Are you angry? Are you frustrated? Are you having an existential crisis? All of those things can affect everything that you do, everything that you say. So what exactly are these negative consequences? So if we understand what I mean by your context. Your context is everything around you and within you. That is your context. Everything you're experiencing, have experienced in the past. I mean, it can get pretty deep. Um, jumping back into the definition, it can even be like our cultural context. We can't take that out of, of ourselves. If you grew up within a certain culture, that can influence how you think and perceive and, and view things as well. However, in terms of like what we're going to be talking about in today's episode, I'm going to be focusing on how we interact with ourselves. So this is essentially how we are perceiving ourselves. And that goes into things that I've talked about before when it, when it comes to self-efficacy, when it comes to self-esteem, and, and even our confidence. This is how we are perceiving ourselves, what we can achieve, what we can do, and even just how we feel about ourselves. That could be mentally, physically, emotionally, do we have belief in ourselves, all of those things. It also can very much be how we talk to ourselves. 
And all of these things are very much interconnected, as you can probably tell through these definitions. So in terms of our context, that can, one, influence how we talk to ourselves, and also how we talk to ourselves can influence our context. So going back to some of the, some of the original questions of do you downplay your emotions and what you're experiencing and going through? So when we're talking about our context, let's say you're experiencing something very difficult, but you downplay it and say it's not that bad. It's not that big of a deal. When it's bringing you down significantly, or even like with that, suppressing our emotions. How many of us turn to positivity right away? If you're going through something very difficult, if you are feeling sad, if something unfair happened to you, and you go, well, it's okay because, you know, at least I blah, 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 something positive, or there's always a silver lining to everything. Like I've mentioned before, it's definitely good to look at the positive side of things and see the positivity in life in general. Yes, that is a beautiful, healthy, wonderful thing. However, it becomes unhealthy when we use this form of positivity to stop any emotion we deem as negative. So that can be sadness, that can be any kind of emotional pain, maybe even anger. If we use positivity to shut down those emotions, it is no longer healthy. Another thing about this is also like pushing through. Pushing through stressful situations and emotional pain, even physical pain. I'm that kind of person. I'm the kind of person that'll keep pushing on. I'm the kind of person that'll be like, well, I can take it. I can handle it. It's fine. Whatever. I'll handle it. I'll deal with it. I'll be fine. I'll get through it. And I just keep pushing on. Even with physical pain, which is not good. And I've had to learn my lesson the hard way. Um, Emotional pain as well, guys. I've had to learn that lesson the hard way too. But when we're in this cycle of ignoring our context, when we are so practiced at downplaying what we're experiencing when we're so experienced in and practiced in shutting down our emotions, what this does is keep us in a cycle of pain. So we never truly heal and we end up in this lower level frequency or vibration where we're never truly happy but we never allow ourselves to ever truly feel the sadness or the anger that's there. Or just pain in general, whatever that pain might be for you. And since we never actually heal, we set ourselves up to repeat unhealthy patterns. So in reference to um, the reference I made earlier about this conversation I had with the client, they were telling me that they found themselves in this cycle of doing their morning routine, doing these things to help them alleviate and improve their mood and overall mental state, which is a wonderful thing, but that it would only last a few days or a week and then they found themselves in a low again, in a slump, feeling very low, depressed, and what have you, and that they just ended up in this cycle always, like every few days or a week, constantly in this up-down, up-down cycle. And they told me, I was feeling really depressed but there's really nothing going on in my life that should be making me feel that way. And I asked them, is that true? And in that moment, they paused, reflected, and said, well, actually, 
given how I value and wished to see my family, the type of family I wanted to create for myself, and that's not happening anymore, it does make me depressed. I'm like, exactly. I'm like, you're dealing with something extremely difficult and your family is not showing up in your life the way that you had wanted and intended. And that is a very difficult thing to experience. So it makes sense that given that you are going through this, that you find yourself feeling very low, feeling sad, feeling depressed, because this idea that you wanted, that you were living, is no longer a reality. But just a few moments before that, they had told me that there was nothing going on in their life that should be making them feel depressed. Effectively, forgetting a crucial part of their context because they can downplay it. They can truck through it. They can push through and say, yeah, I can handle it. I can keep moving forward without processing the emotional pain that was there because of this situation. And like I said before, that was keeping them in this cycle of pain and never truly healing. So think about that and think about how this might be showing up in your life. Are you ignoring a key aspect of your context? Is your living situation difficult? Did something difficult happen at school, at work? Did you make a huge mistake? Did you go through a breakup? Like what, what is it possibly in your context that might need some examining, that might be affecting you more than you want to admit? And if that's the case, here are some things that you can do to become more aware and set, your, uh, set yourself up for healing, for success. First and foremost, well, maybe not first and foremost because we're all starting at different places, but one thing that we can do is be honest with ourselves. And this is easier said than done because we like to tell ourselves stories. So when it comes to being honest with yourself, it means you have to be vulnerable And sometimes even being being vulnerable with yourself can be extremely scary. But that's okay. Because all these things take practice. And when we practice, we don't always get it right. But it's a part of learning. So be honest with yourself. Check in with yourself. Ask yourself, how do I feel about that? How am I feeling right now? Why am I feeling this way? What happened to make me feel this way? Why do I perceive that the way that I do? What is it that is making me feel so tired? Emotionally, physically, whatever it might be that you're going through, that doesn't maybe fully make sense, or you're not sure what the root cause might be. Check in with yourself and see what might be contributing to that feeling. Another thing that is extremely helpful when we are looking to fully understand and know our context is speaking kindly to yourself. This one might seem like a little bit of a coming out of left field. However, when we are so used to suppressing our emotions, downplaying what we're going through, and pushing through difficult situations or painful situations, that tends to be accompanied by being very hard on ourselves and perhaps even calling ourselves names 
or whatever that might be. So when we start to speak kindly to ourselves, we give ourselves more grace, we give ourselves more understanding, more compassion. And when we do that, we create room to understand ourselves. We create room to be honest with ourselves and say, actually, when my mom told me X, Y, and Z, it was really hurtful, but I can't talk to her about it. And that makes me so sad. When before you might just like be angry and then suppress that anger instead of actually getting to the root of what is causing that pain. So speak kindly to yourself, which will make being honest with yourself a bit easier. And lastly, embrace and explore your emotions instead of suppressing them. It is astounding what we can discover when we allow ourselves to feel and when we allow ourselves to explore that feeling. Because like I just said, maybe originally you would have felt angry at what your mom said, but what's really there underneath that anger is sadness, disappointment, maybe some resentment. That's what's underneath the anger. Mm, that's powerful. And the same thing with me when I was incredibly depressed and trying to figure out what was behind this empty feeling that I had inside and exploring it. I discovered there was a lot of anger behind that. And behind the anger, there was a lot of self-betrayal that I was feeling. That was rough to contend with, but I only would have been able to get there and then get to the self-forgiveness aspect of my healing journey by exploring that empty feeling, by exploring that anger. And that is an important aspect to all of our healing journeys. And that is an important aspect of our context. What I was going through, that, that self-betrayal that I was feeling, I wasn't cognizant of it. It wasn't at the forefront of my mind, but I was experiencing it. And only through that exploration was I able to find it and fully know and understand my context. Take some time to reflect on these things and to truly reflect on what your context is. Because you might become one more aware of what you're actually experiencing and going through, but surprised at what you find. So take some time to maybe meditate, maybe journal. If you have someone that you can talk to about it, that's fantastic. But take some time to truly explore your context. If you found this episode to be of value and useful, please share it with your loved ones. Don't forget to follow the podcast as well and to follow me on social media. You can find me on Instagram and on TikTok at Your Coach Mari. And if you have any questions about today's topic or if you would like me to discuss a certain topic, you have any suggestions, you can send all of that in to contact plus sign podcast at marisolmoran.com. And of course, if you are interested in coaching, I am currently accepting clients and you can schedule your very own and free discovery call through the link down below in the show notes. See you in the next one. Thank you.